Welcome back to the Point Guard Cast with your host Sean and Corey. I'm Corey. And Sean, what's up? How you, how you been doing, man? I'm good. Just had got a chance to watch my boy Taylor Horton Tucker torch the Clippers last night. It's a good time. I'm just playing. It was preseason. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was still fun to watch. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course, NBA preseason underway so quickly, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, so it was like just yesterday, um, a champion was crowned and the Lakers won it, won it all in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And now um, we're back already. Like, I like it as a fan, but at the same time, it's like, dang, like, what does that do for some of these players, you know? A turnaround, yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's pros and cons to it, at least, I guess, you know, with certain teams who play deep into the playoffs. Um, a lot of them had, you know, less time to kind of get out of shape because sometimes one of the biggest things you got to worry about coming into a new season is people yeah, being people in shape. Out of shape. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's one of the pros of it. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's just it's, it's just a weird year. And it was also weird to see some preseason games last night and really nobody in the stands. Like, the seats are covered up. Like, it's crazy yeah, it's, to think about, man. It's weird. It's kind of weird that there's no bubble <laughs> because, like, <laughs> if you think about it, because if you think about it, like, when you usually see the stable center, like, I watch the Lakers, so obviously I'm going to go stable center. So when you see the stable center, you see people in the stands. You don't usually see an empty arena. And now they have the full 19,000 seat arena and it's empty. Yeah. In the stable center or wherever, United Center or wherever what they were playing. And it's all empty, and it's just like, man, this pandemic really messed things up, huh? You're right, exactly. It's just weird to see, man. It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hopefully, after this season, we can get back to a normal season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that 2021, 2022 season will be be back to normal. Um. So let's get into uh, this first topic. So, of course, we're talking about this new season and what all has changed. You know. F- you know, for this new season compared to like last season, things like that. Um, first of all, now we're gonna be at a 72 game schedule this season, so the season's gonna be a little more condensed, which makes sense because of the five month layoff that happened because of COVID and everything. I feel like they they're trying to like line the season up to at least have the summer off like usual. They was trying to uh, get instead of the 82 game season that usually starts in October right? right you condense it and do you condense it a little bit to where you're playing more games and you're playing more back-to-backs though but it's still the same in terms of like conference and conference okay yeah you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah yeah that makes See sense what I'm saying? so like you're still playing the east like if you're a west team you're still playing the east twice and a west team like three or four times but it's like it's still got that consistency but it's just over a shorter period of time so that they can end in like june to july and have the summer off like usual to be back starting in october the next season to have the full 82 game slate that's how i feel that's why i feel like they did it like this right yeah which i mean which makes sense um and we'll get into some of that. Um, so you got, of course, 72 game schedule, which of course usually you have 82 games, but it's 72 games this year. Yeah. Um, you've got the preseason, which started yesterday, which is going to go from December 11th 
to the 19th. Right. Um, which would be interesting to see just because you're going to have a lot of teams playing a lot of young players because there was no summer league this year. Mm-hmm. So most of the teams, maybe they'll have their stars play like maybe the first quarter. But then after that, you're going to see all the all the uh, the players that are fighting for a spot on the, the team, you know, mm-hmm. trying to prove their worth since, again, right. there's no summer league this summer. Um, of course, because of COVID. Right. Um, also, there was, was no and, summer league this summer because there was no basketball this summer, right? I mean, yeah, but like there was no basketball. When did the when did they come back for uh, from the from the hiatus? They came back in the summer. Never mind. You right. Yeah, I'll but say, the, yeah. there was regular season basketball in the summer, so you can't yeah. have summer league during the regular season. Well, also, mm-hmm. I mean, the finals just ended in October. Right. Exactly. We're starting up again in December. So it's like you didn't really have a lot of time in there to throw in summer league. Exactly. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been too much. So that's why that didn't happen. But also, you know, with the summer league, you would have issues with, you know, it wouldn't have been able to have you wouldn't have been able to have a bubble. So you would right. have had to try and implement some of your uh, COVID rules that you have going into this new season into the summer league, and that may not have worked. You know? Yeah, yeah, the summer, yeah. I don't think the summer league is all that needed, but I do think like training camp, like training camp. How long is training camp usually? Um, at least a couple weeks. Right, and they only had like what a couple days this time. Yeah, I feel like some a lot of these rookies are going to struggle and to start the season at least until they get their foot in them because the stuff that they're the the kinks that they're ironing out in the summer league and the and training camp they're gonna have to iron those out in the beginning of the season. See what, see what I mean? So like some of these rookies, like people are gonna overreact about how some of these rookies are struggling and how they bust or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think they're just ironing out the kinks that you would have to iron out in the summer league, the preseason, and the and training camp. Because they, they still got to get used to the NBA game. And they got to get used to the NBA game during the NBA game and during the NBA regular season. So That is true. That's a good point. Um, but see, another point is most of these kids who just got drafted didn't even get to play in, like, the tournament. You know, usually when you, these right. kids get to so play in gonna... the tournament, a lot of them usually either make a name for themselves or, you know, they get that experience of playing kind of in a playoff type of setting. Right. Um, and a lot of them didn't even get to get that experience because of COVID happening this past year. So um, that's another good point. I do think a lot of people will overreact to some of these rookies and will think that some of them will are bust, like you said. But in reality, it's just it's been a weird year because of what's going on. So um, right. they just kind of having to learn on the go. You know? Yeah, they all have to learn on the fly. Um, so that's actually a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up because that's true. Mm-hmm. Um. So, of course, yeah, like we said, 72-game schedule, which I think it could have been less games, but I see what they were trying yeah. to do with it being 72 games, trying to make it feel as normal as possible. I do understand that. Um, another interesting... And, and the money, too. You know, you know the money aspect of it, too, but we'll probably get into it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Another interesting, interesting thing about this season is um, the season, the NBA is deciding to release the schedule for this season in two halves. Okay. Um, which is smart because if they release it in two halves, if anything happens in the first half of the season where there's like any games canceled or anything like that, they can try and use that second half of the schedule to, you know, rearrange games and reschedule certain games that didn't get to happen the first half. 
Right. So I think that's actually really smart to only release the schedule in two halves. Um, so, of course, like I said, you got the preseason from December 11th through the 19th. Then December 22nd through March 4th will be the first half of the regular season. Um, okay. Then you got March 5th through the 10th, which is going to be the All-Star break. But that's interesting because there's no All-Star game this year, which is going to be feel really weird. Um, then March 11th. Is it really an All-Star break thing? If there ain't no All-Stars... And all-star festivities? Uh, I mean, it's just a break for, for, for the players. How about that? Let's call it something else. Instead of Let's call it something else. <laughs> uh, I mean, what do you call it? Well, I, I, mid-season break? That's how mid-season. I mean, mid-season could, break. I, I like yeah. all-star break better, even though, again, like you said, there's no all-star festivities, which kind of sucks. But um, yeah. Then you got March 11th through May 16th, which is the second half of the regular season. And, it, and again, that schedule is going to depend on what happens in this first half. I feel bad for the city that was supposed to get the All Star game this year. Who was that? Wasn't that? Who was supposed to get the All Star game this year? Um, was it Indiana? Um, I can't remember. But like, they probably gonna have to reschedule that for. I think year. it was Indiana because I think they rescheduled it to like twenty twenty four or something like that for them to host. Oh, it. Okay, at least they rescheduled it. Then. Yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what happened, but uh, don't quote me on that. Um, so the second half will be March eleventh through May sixteenth, and then. Um, May 18th through the 21st will be a play-in tournament. Play-in tournament? Yes. Is that before the... Oh, is that before the... That's after the second half of the season. Yeah, that's at... That's, yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's okay. in between... So that's the same play-in tournament that they did last year. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And so that's May 18th through the 21st. And then May 22nd to through July 22nd will be the playoffs. Right. Um, and they still, they still ending a little later than usual because the finals usually end in early June and not July, late July. Right. The, the free agency usually starts on July first, yep. so that's it's still going to be pushed back a little bit. Exactly. Off season still going to be short for Ex- next season, which is weird. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because um, with them ending in July 22nd, they'll be right there with the Olympics starting. Yep. They'll yeah. be like a couple of days away from the Olympics starting, which is gonna definitely gonna affect how many players star we see players yeah. on Team USA for this Olympics for sure. They might have to bring some of the college kids back to play. Um, you know what? I don't even know if they're gonna have to bring college kids. This is gonna have to be. A, there's gonna be a lot of young players that are probably gonna play. A lot more young yeah. players and stars playing this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I was joking. Um, oh, oh, they could do that. I mean, I hope they don't. I feel like we got plenty of players and plenty, Play, of, plenty players of players and they, yeah. Um, but hey, you never know. It, it all depends. It's a lot. It's a lot of stars that's not gonna that like. It's a lot of players that's considered stars that's probably not gonna make it far in the playoff. It's a lot of people. Like you say, say Donovan Mitchell, somebody like Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. How far you think he's gonna make it in the playoffs? He's a he's a. Uh, person that could be on a USA team um like second round right no disrespect to Utah fans of Donovan Mitchell but like the West is stacked and you don't really take it to Jazz right now that is true the West is very stacked this is tough um Trey Young like Trey Young could be on a, that's who on I was a, thinking of. that was somebody I was saying most likely with the Hawks team even though I'm glad they got Rondo and Bogdanovich I just I mean even if they make it in the playoffs I feel like first or second round is usually that exit which to me is plenty of time for somebody to get enough rest to play in the Olympics if they wanted to 
it's gonna be a lot of those type of guys in the in the in the uh, Olympics this year on Team USA. Um, unfortunately, well, I I think I don't think I'm not even gonna say unfortunately because those players are very much capable. Oh yeah, they're still capable of bringing right. bringing home the gold for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just good. DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker. Like how how far are they going to how far are they gonna make it in the playoffs? DeAndre, uh, like it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams out there that's that's gonna have players that are gonna be well rested to be able to to make it to the um, Olympics. Uh, I just don't think they're gonna have those big mega stars like yeah. the Giannis's or the LeBrons or the ADs or, the or KDs, people like that. Yeah. Right, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. I, again, I just think it depends on how far each star player goes into this postseason. To me, will determine. So, I, how about this? Whoever, whichever stars make it to the finals, I don't know if they will play with the Olympic team. Hell, even even the conference finals, I don't think so either. Yeah, that's true because it is kind of pushing. Yeah, I feel like whoever yeah. makes it to the conference finals, whatever stars make it to the conference finals or the finals, probably we we probably won't see them on the Olympic team this year, which kind of sucks because I mean you had LeBron who was supposed to be joining this year. And oh, LeBron definitely enjoying it. Oh yeah, I know that's. <laughs> But that's dead. Like, that's the only like you asking this people want you to asking this man. You asking this man to play in the twenty twenty five to play play through the twenty twenty finals, then play through the twenty twenty one season, possibly going back to the finals. He has a good chance of doing that. Yeah, and then turn around and play in the Olympics. Yeah. At thirty six years old. Yeah, that's a lot to ask. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that. he's a cyborg, but like he he needs his rest too. Yeah, exactly. Everybody has to recuperate. Yeah, it, that sucks. Because I, I, I mean, not having him in Rio in 2016, and then him saying that he was gonna be, he's gonna play in the next one, which would have been this year in 2020. Uh, I know a lot of people were excited for that, but of course, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so it's it's kind of tough. You, did you see that tweet that that when Damian Lillard said that if he makes it to the finals, he won't be on Team USA? Uh, I didn't see that, but I can believe. Yeah, it. <laughs> but did you see the reactions to? <laughs> did you see the reactions? You also you ain't see it. No, no, no. The reactions to it. The reactions to it was like was welcoming him to. <laughs> was welcoming him to Team USA. Oh my God. People are crazy, man. <laughs> I'm like people. People are savages, man. They are. It's hilarious. Oh, uh, that's the reason why you gotta love NBA Twitter sometimes. Though. Stuff like that is funny. But sometimes they toxic. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, sometimes they do I take love... things overboard for sure. Yeah. Um, so another thing that's weird with this year, of course, that we mentioned a little bit was, of course, no fans. Um, but it's not completely yeah. no fans. The NBA is allowing each team to individually decide how many fans that they want to have there. Now, they can't do a certain amount. So I think there was some team that said that they want to do 50% capacity. Um, and the NBA said no, that was too many. I think they said no more than like 25%. Um, so you have teams like the Lakers who came out and said they're not going to have any fans at all. And you have teams like the Hawks who said that they're only going to have they're not going to have any fans, but they may have family members. But they'll only they'll definitely have family members during like their MLK Day game, I think. Um, right. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's kind of like the NFL and college football right now. You see some places, some some teams aren't allowing any fans at all. And then other teams are allowing like, I don't know, 25 percent or less capacity. Um in their, their arenas. So that'll be interesting to see. I feel like there's going to be a ton of teams who pretty much just say no fans whatsoever. 
Yeah. Unless they play like a rival or unless like the playoffs. I feel like a lot of teams will come playoff time are going to ask for a certain capacity of fans to be there during that time. Come playoff time, like we who knows where the, this thing will be by playoff time. We might have to, we, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure it won't be like full capacity type of thing, but we might have like at least. 30% capacity in some of these arenas by playoff time. Yeah, that is true. Hopefully, by playoff time, you know, this thing is on a, a downward spiral and things are getting better. That's what I'm hoping. Right. Um, you never know. They got vaccines and stuff coming out, so you never know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I thought that was really interesting that the NBA is leaving it up to to uh, teams individually to decide how many they want. Um, but now let's get into kind of the setbacks of starting this season so early um i mean game six of the nba finals was on october the 11th i feel like we was already talking about a little bit of setbacks i think i could i think i might have been a little premature with that because i didn't know what was going there yeah that's fine we could talk about it. um yeah. i mean so i mean game six of the nba finals was like two months ago already which is kind of crazy to think about um so between game six of the nba finals and the first day of the regular season, uh, Lakers and Heat players only have 72 days of rest, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, I mean, 72 days seems like a lot, but in reality, not, you just went through a bubble like NBA that offseason. and how, you know, how hard some of those players, well, how hard both of those teams that made it to the finals played. Um, man, 72 days just didn't seem like a lot of days of rest for them. Um but then it's even less days than that for the start of training camp. I think in between game six and training camp was only like 51 days of rest, um, which is crazy. Um, one of the things you, I think, did you bring up, did you bring up the fact that more players would be sitting or not? I don't know if you said that, but I mean, good example is last night, the first preseason game for the Lakers. I mean, AD and LeBron sat out, right? Oh, I didn't expect them to, did you expect them to? Play? I mean, no, but. Um, right. <laughs> AD, AD, AD set out. LeBron set out. KCP set out. Marcus Saw set out. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're gonna see a lot of that this year, anyway. I see a lot of it, yeah. especially since um, one of the things I forgot to mention was the NBA for this first half is planning on doing um, baseball style uh, 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 series type games, which means they'll go to a city and we'll play like two or three games in in that one city. You'll play that team back to back to back, and then you'll go on to another city to kind of cut down on travel. That's a, that's a good idea. That I don't I don't know why they haven't explored that a little bit more. Like before this, mm-hmm. but I mean, I get I guess you don't want to you don't want to use up all your your um, games on one city. Yeah, that's what I was about. But to say. I, I think I think it works better. I think it works better in a time where there's gonna be no fans because like you can space out. Whether the fans, yeah, I get it. Okay, I get it. Never mind. Yeah, Don't well, it's also it. to cut down on the travel because it's the biggest thing. There's no, yeah, there's no cut, bubble, so it, players have to travel to these different cities. And then when you got people traveling, then you you run the risk of somebody on the staff or a player possibly getting COVID. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they want to try because I was because I was thinking like because I was thinking like somebody that can afford the game. On this one day, can't afford the game on this one day. Will probably be able to afford it a couple months later when the team come back. 
So like if you're doing it back to back like that with fans, they probably can't do it. And so so yeah, it makes sense for them to not do it during the regular season with fans instead of right now when there is no fans because like mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter at this point how many times you play somebody right in a row because like the people the people don't aren't there. So yeah, yeah. Um, but see, since they're experimenting with it now, you never know if. Players like it or fans seem to like it. I mean, this could be something that they bring back for next season. I mean, it could be. Um, I mean, it's kind of an experiment for, you know, for the future of the NBA. Maybe if teams and fans like it, then they bring it back next year when there are fans and see how, you know, having live fans. Oh, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You could try it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those years where it's like, why not try it? Like, it it can't hurt. Um, But also, it helps you minimize, you know, travel. So. But I feel like like one game, like say say for instance, the Bucks are like playing the Magic or something, mm-hmm. and one game, it's gonna be packed in there, and if they play tomorrow, it's not gonna be as many tickets sold. I don't think. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. See what I'm saying? See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Um, but would that so they probably down thinking the about price of the ticket for that day though? Maybe, but then you know they're thinking about money. They're thinking about money first and foremost, probably. Well, that is true. well, player safety. Player safety probably first, first and foremost. But money is definitely up there in the top two. Right, exactly. Um, now, a downside to this is, I mean, if you got, I don't know, let's say like the Bucks and the Clippers are playing each other back to back to back. I mean, you may have Kawhi sit out for two of those. Like he may, or one of those, like he may play the first game, sit out the second game, then play the third game. So you're definitely going to have a lot more low management this year, I feel like. With the condensed schedule and with you playing so many back to backs this year compared to other years, and I think it should be more load management though. Okay, especially do you think do you think LeBron should play all seventy two? I mean, probably not. I mean, he's older though. He's got he's been doing this a long time, and he's got so many miles on him. He deserves. If that man plays, if that man plays fifty five or seventy two, I'm good. Yeah, right, right. Like we good. Like we probably gonna win a lot. We gonna win a lot of games. Right. That that team is set up to where the. I'm sorry for saying we. I'm sorry. You could go ahead. <laughs> the Lakers are gonna win a lot of games in the regular season because like they they're that talented right now. Right. But this this and then when the playoff comes, if he's rest if he's rested enough, it just they just um do what they do, right? Yeah. But it's another thing. Like I remember when people were complaining about low low management back in like 2014, 2015. You can't really play, complain about low management in a year like this, though. Go ahead. Yeah, well, this that's what I was saying. I was saying that you can't really complain about it now because people were saying that when people were low management, low managing back then. You were robbing the fans who came to see you. Well, now in a year yeah. like this, when hey, there is nobody's no fans, there. I mean, you can't really complain about that because everybody's watching it on TV anyway. Just don't do it on like nationally televised games, though. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It... Like, like Kawhi. Remember Kawhi played the Bucks twice? Or he, no, no, no. He played uh, the Bucks and then the Suns or something, and it was a back to back. And then the Bucks game was on national TV, and he sat that game and then played the Suns game. I do remember that. Yeah. So like, just don't, just don't be Kawhi. <laughs> just don't do that. Play if if you gonna if you gonna sit out of back to back, play against the Bucks and sit against the team that's not gonna that's not gonna be on TV. Yeah, I want to say that. I mean, first of all, I agree you shouldn't. But is it gonna happen anyway? Most likely, there's most likely gonna yeah. be players that are gonna do it anyway. 
Yeah. Um, again, there's no fans there, so they don't feel like they're fully robbing people of an experience when they feel like, okay, but you're watching it on TV. So, I mean, right. um, so that that is one thing. Um, and then another thing with a condensed schedule, there could, I mean, it could possibly be more injuries to teams. Yeah. I'm hoping not. That's why there should be more load management. I'm hoping not. Um, so to me. You know, I think some players feel feel that that you know that could happen. So I do feel that's another reason why I feel like, like you said, there will be more load management just to prevent certain things like that from happening, so that teams could you know have a full squad going into the playoffs. Right. Um. So I, so I think that's a, a con. Um. But then now let's get into why the NBA decided to start when they started. Um, of course, a lot of players wanted them to start in December, right? I mean, excuse me, January, not December. Yeah. Um, and the NBA tried that, but they had to look at the numbers. Um, so, mm-hmm, the money. Yeah, so, of course, this year alone, which is crazy to me, the NBA lost $1.5 billion this year just because of COVID. Uh-huh. Which is crazy to think about. That's a staggering amount of amount Yeah, of I didn't think it was that much. I was like, man, 1.5 billion just this past season alone because of COVID, man, that's crazy. And then think about think about if they would have started in January, thinking about the revenue that missing Christmas would have cut from that from that from all of them. Well, they were saying that they were projected to lose anywhere from 500 million to like 1.2 billion if they would have waited and started in January anyway. Right, and that's because of the Christmas day, like Chris, like Christmas basketball. Like, what do you think? What do you think about when you think of Christmas? I'm getting to watch some some basketball games on Christmas. Getting to watch some yeah. people hoop. Right. That's when a lot of people really Exa- watch. Exactly, like the NFL got Thanksgiving, and NBA got yeah, exactly. Christmas. Um, but that's 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 a, that would have been a lot of money, a lot of money wasted. Not wasted, but a lot of money lost, especially uh, with you just losing yeah, one point five billion. Like the season before, um, yeah. But the that, but the thing about it, thing about this, like you're not gonna have the revenue of the attendance either. So yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that's that even up more. because they also added that. So they said that there were no fans this year. They are also projected to lose four billion dollars just with no fans being there. So as of right now, since there are no fans, they're already losing four billion. So then, on mm-hmm. top of that, they would have lost. They would be losing four billion already with no fans, which is something they couldn't avoid. Plus, already losing another billion if they would have waited to start in January. Which mm-hmm. that's a lot of money to lose already. So you got the one point five from last season, the four billion that's going to happen this season because there are no fans, and then there would have been another billion added on top of that if they would have waited to January. And then the ratings was down, so that that that, that put them behind too because they're not getting that television right revenue. but see part of the reason why the ratings were down is because you had so many sports going on at once yeah <laughs> I know that's why that's yeah because at first I was like I kind of like this this NBA thing being in the summer right because it gives me something it gives me something to watch like I don't care about some of the other stuff that happens in the summer sports wise like what else happens in the summer uh, sports baseball wise? and hockey right like <laughs> No disrespect to the people that like yeah. that, but it's not my cup of tea. I was kind of liking the basketball being in the sun because it gave me something to do. Right, exactly. But like if, and then but but when you go into the fall mm-hmm. and you have baseball, football, 
basketball all at hockey all at the same time. Yeah, that's the problem. Like everybody people people acted like the NBA was the only was the only um league that was down in ratings. It was everybody but the NFL. Right, because everybody had to share viewers on like the same night. It's hard yeah. when you gotta share viewers on the same night. And competing with the NFL is gonna be hard. Regardless. Yeah, of course. It's it's gonna be no matter who no matter who you and I must, might think is a better league, right. it's competing with the NFL is going to be hard. Well, the NFL doesn't want to compete with anybody either. They don't want to have to compete with basketball, right. but because no matter what, like if you got all if you got all four sports on the same day, yes, one may have more viewers than the other three, but the problem is, but they still taking exactly, away exactly. They're each also other. taking away from each other. So everybody's mm-hmm. ratings had to be down because you had four sports going on in the same night. So you know you had to kind of split the viewers four ways. Um, yeah, so that was another big thing. Um, and then people wanted them to possibly try and push the season further back. You know how this season, this past season, ended in October, the finals ended in October. People wanted them yeah. to try and maybe push the season back past July, but that can't happen because of the Olympics. And so, even if they decided not to put any NBA players in the Olympics and let college players play, you would still be fighting, um, you would still be trying to fight for viewers from the Olympics. If you decided to play so, later, um, you know, later on into the year. Yeah, and how are we gonna play how are we gonna have send a team to the Olympics if the NBA's playing? Um well they wouldn't. That's what I was saying. They probably wouldn't have they probably wouldn't have done that. They probably like you said earlier, probably would have sent like college players um for the USA to 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 play in the Olympics instead of having NBA. Do players. we know do we know for a fact that the Olympics are going to happen next season? Because it was supposed to happen this this year. Yeah, right? no, we don't. They're projected to happen because they're hoping things will be better. But no, we we don't know for sure. Um, they're still prepping everything like it's going to happen, but we don't know for sure. Because like they got because we always all schedule. It's supposed to be sixteen Olympics, twenty Olympics, twenty twenty four. So is the next Olympics gonna be twenty twenty five? If it happened in twenty twenty four, probably not. It'll probably still be twenty twenty four. It'll just be three years instead of four years in between. Um, but uh, what could be interesting again, you know how they release again, NBA schedule is getting released in halves. So if something comes up before they do that second half schedule and the Olympics can't happen this summer, I mean maybe they do end up pushing that second half of the season. Maybe they do spread out that second half of the season a little more for the players. Right. Um, maybe they will get a chance to, I don't know, maybe finish in August instead of having to make that push to finish in July. Right. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But we don't know. But as of right now, you got players who are just ended their season <clears throat> in October of 2020, starting up their season again in December of 2020. We'll go from December of 2020 to July of 2021, playing the Olympics um, from July until whenever it ends in August or September, August, right? Um, And then right after that will be the startup of their 2021-2022 season, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to think about because that'll start in October. So it's regardless, there's still going to be a lot of basketball played by a few players from between now and next year. Yep. Um, and it's going to be crazy to see. Well, first of all, it's going to be crazy to see who plays that much. It's going to be crazy to see who plays all 72 games of the regular season, whether they're a star or not. Mm. I doubt any, I doubt any stars do. I mean, that's, but you got to think about, there's also players that haven't played in like eight months. 
So I would expect people like Steph Curry to be refreshed because he hasn't played in a long time. John Wall looked very good yesterday. We ain't talking about the preseason games, but he looked quite like his old self. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. uh, I ain't gonna say he's gonna play all seventy-two, but he's gonna be. um, He looks fine. And uh, people like Trey Young. Did I say Trey Young already? I mean, you brought him up before, but not in terms of this. No, not in terms of him playing the whole season. Trey Young ain't playing a while. They like teams that didn't go to the bubble. Yeah. They might have players that play close to seventy-two games because they miss hooping so much. That's true. That's good. And they have it. Yeah. But my, I got a question yeah. though. What happens? Because you know, because we we know it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm. You know what I'm talking about. Somebody's gonna probably get COVID. Yeah. So what had like last time somebody got COVID, they shut the whole thing down, and we and we had to. Going a five month hate. Right. So what do we do now? Somebody get COVID. Um, we do like football. We do like football and just quarantine that person, test everybody else, and see if they good. Probably, but then again, that's the reason why they made this schedule so like, flexible, just in case stuff does things do like that do happen. Because you're right. I mean, because you've had football, baseball, hockey since none of them had bubbles. They all had COVID issues. Um, so I think that's why they made their schedule so flexible. So if they do have to cancel a game, a couple games, or a couple series, they can try and add that on to the second half schedule. Um, but I think what they'll do, I mean, I think there's a COVID protocol. I didn't really get to look at it because I know it's probably going to change. Um, but I'm pretty sure they'll probably have that person quarantine, test other people, probably cancel whatever game is coming up, and then they'll keep COVID testing that person until they have like three or four negative tests in a row and then that person could come back to the team. James Harden had to had to pass like yeah, six tests. Yeah, exactly. Before he could rejoin the team. That's probably what's going to happen. You'll probably have to pass. We got we to talk about him one of these days too because he, I don't know what's going on with that guy. But but yeah, he had to pass like six Yeah, tests. I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to be hard for it not to happen when you don't have a bubble. Clearly, the NBA and WNBA showed that a bubble is the only super effective thing when it comes to preventing COVID from happening at all. But you can't, but you, they, you can't keep those players in no bubble for eight months. Oh though. no, you can't. It's a, cause I feel, I feel, is that the reason they didn't do the bubble? The mental I think that, but I also feel like the or bubble the costs money? the money also. Yeah. It's the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's both. I think it's how players felt while they were in the bubble, being away from their families for so long. And not being able to do anything outside of that campus, but then also I think it's a money thing. I think the bubble costs a lot of money, and then, then again we just went over the numbers how much they're losing. They're already losing four billion dollars with no fans being there. So I don't know how much more of a hole they get put in when it comes to like actually having a bubble for an entire season. Right. So, um, but that's a good question though. I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, yeah, you're right. It's gonna happen. There's going to be somebody who inevitably gets COVID and then it's like, okay, what are they going to do from there? But since we did kind of see what happened with James Harden and him having to have six negative COVID tests before he could return, probably going to be the same thing for other players. They'll probably have to have a bunch of tests like that that end up being negative before they can join the team again. So, right. um, so that was a good question, though. Um, that's going to be something that teams are going to have to deal with all season. 
Now, I'm glad you brought up a bubble because maybe for the playoffs, they do a bubble again. Maybe if things are too bad, they decide, okay, the bubble was so successful last time and we don't want to have to cancel any playoff games because, again, they can't really go past July 22nd because the Olympics are right there. Maybe for the playoffs, they do decide to do a bubble because of how effective it was uh, last season. So they try not to do it for the regular season, but then come playoff time, they're like, you know what? We're going to have to do a bubble. If we want to have a good play, if we want to make sure that we have no issues in the playoffs and that we can play every game and not have to reschedule, maybe they'll end up having to do a bubble again. Yeah, I doubt it, though, because I think that's too short. Too short notice to set. I mean, I guess, because last time it wasn't wasn't that long. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't that, that long of a time. But also, again, that's why they, that's why they, and they already have the, yeah, that's what I was about to say. They already had the blueprint. They already did it the first time. But then again, also making the season, the season schedule so flexible, it allows for something like that to happen if it has to happen. Um, but another thing you got to account for is if, what if we go into a lockdown? Cause not only did the season cancel, but right after that, we went into quarantine. So if we go into quarantine again, that would delay a lot of things too. Yeah, like what if, like what if that player, what if a player gets COVID, and they affect multiple players on that team, and they've already played another team, and they've already played another, like they put everybody have to quarantine for like two weeks, and they'll probably put the whole schedule on pause. Uh, it might, or at least they'll try to do it like the NFL and only put those teams on pause and make sure that other teams and other games are okay. That makes sense. So that way they can at least get those other games in with no issues and then try to reschedule these other games that got canceled. If there's a possibility to reschedule. So I think that that's what they'll do. Either way, it'll be tough. Because at this point, every sport that hasn't had a bubble has pretty much shown you that it's impossible to avoid it. I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so it makes sense. But the only ones that show the blueprint and gave the blueprint for having no COVID issues was having a bubble. That was it. Without a bubble mm-hmm. is pretty much virtually impossible. Because I mean, even at the beginning of the bubble, people were trying to break rules. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, people were either sneaking out or trying to sneak people in. So <laughs> now that there is no bubble, I mean, I mean, you just saw like, I mean, you brought up James Hunt, just like you just saw with James Hart. Training camp started. He missed training camp because, I mean, he went to little baby's party. Yeah, I, that's some. That's a guy that I've come to the conclusion that I don't want on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like he just uh, he just don't seem to. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about that later. We need to do like a a formal preview of the season. Like this is kind of a preview, but we need to do like. A former preview. What we make predictions? Oh yeah, we'll make one. We'll make That'd one. Be fun. Um. Yeah. But be this, fun. this season will be interesting, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. About what? Eleven days? Twelve? Ten days? Yeah, ten, ten days, days. From today. Ten, oh. The twenty second. Today's the twelfth. So ten days from today. Um. Open night. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting season. Ho- hopefully, we won't have any COVID issues. Hopefully, a lot of these players since they. have 
been through the bubble and they've seen what it takes to try and kind of keep, you know, keep yourself from getting COVID and affecting your team. Hopefully a lot of players will just be like, you know what? I'm just going to stay away from people while, you know, we're focused on the season. So that way we won't have any issues. We just, we just talked about James Harden. Okay. Yeah. Parties. But hopefully players saw what just happened with him too and will decide not to. That's what I'm hoping. He, I feel like he'd have to. He would have had to get COVID for the, for them to look at that and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that is maybe true, not. Also, they had to get tested every day. They were in that bubble. I know they tired of getting stuff shoved in their nose and their throat every day to make sure they don't yeah. have. So uh, yeah. hopefully, but don't you think? Don't you think they should still get kind of kind of still get tested on? A uh, I think they are. I think though? they're doing rapid testing. Is what they said. Um, so yeah, they okay. still get tested like that. Um, uh, it'll just be interesting. It's crazy that we're already back, but then the way the season is set up, it's, it's set up in such a way that if there is another shutdown or something like that, like they're ready for it. Um, mm-hmm. and I hate that. I just, Hopefully. Want, I just want it to be just a regular season, bro, and let's not have to worry about things like this. <laughs> That's what I want so bad. Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe that before. Before what um, March or April? No, before yeah, before, before March. March, we had a reg- we had a regular season. People, the people there at the full capacity, everything. We had that. It's hard. It's easy to forget with the bubble and how the how the season ended. But we had I that know. at first. It started the, from October to what February was very um, normal. For the NBA season, well, normal in terms of right. COVID stuff. We all we obviously had unfortunate things happen that, but that made it not normal. But normal in terms of COVID nineteen, it was normal in terms of that. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. I just you just kind of want that sense of normal is all it is. Like you want fans to be able to be there, especially with this year. You got you got new teams this year, pretty much. Like yeah, it's. <laughs> Man, I just wish I just wish we had a, a normal season going into the season. That's all. My favorite team about to get championship rings to crickets. Yeah. We can scream and yell and holler on Twitter, but like, well, they can't. Like, they know we support them, obviously, but they can. We can't be there for the. I wouldn't be there anyway, <laughs> but the, people can't. People can't be there for like um, to celebrate. We have a we didn't have parade. No, nothing. That's some. Did you see that interview LeBron did when he talked about how he feel bad for the people that had won the championship because they ain't got yeah. the full experience. He feel bad for the new champions because they ain't got the full experience of being a nope. champion. Yes. So that should be motivation That's for them to do it again, so they can possibly get that. You know what? Just use that as motivation to do it again. And then hopefully this next time when you do it, yeah. you can have things like that. Yeah. Man, it's such a weird year, man. I swear. Yeah. You got um, anything else, no, though? That's it. It's just going to be... It's going to be a good season. It's, nice. it's, this is what I'll say. I said last year when the bubble first started that the bubble is going to come down to a want with there being no fans and there being in, in neutral territory. Since there probably won't be any fans... Yeah. At, at the majority of these arenas, um, I still feel like you're kind of playing in neutral territory in a way with no fans. 
Now they got crowd noise, but they had crowd noise, fake crowd noises in the bubble. That didn't work. And that's and that, and that's lame. I don't like that. But what I do like is when I was watching when I was watching the Lakers versus mm-hmm. the Clippers last night. I we can hear player talk. We can hear player chatter. Like if I can hear player chatter throughout the whole season, that'd be an interesting recall that they have last season in the bubble that I would like to have okay. this season. Montrez Harrell. Because did you see the clip? Montrez Harrell shot a mid-range shot of Kawhi Leonard and said, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I heard, the, I heard, yeah. The court. yeah. I, I would like to get a little bit of, get a taste of, get a little bit of taste of what the players are saying to each other. Because you know LeBron's loud calling out stuff oh, on, yeah, on you, the court. Of course. I want to hear... I want to hear how the game okay. works. That's an interesting point. That'll be an interesting wrinkle that they can that they can implement this season that'll make it more in, intriguing okay. with no fans. Hey, that might happen. You never know. That might be something they decide to incorporate um, into this season. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting year with some of these new teams and these new teams playing in front of no crowd. Um, but again, like I said, for the bubble, I think these games just come down to who wants it more. At the end of the day, that's it. I mean, you still, of course, yeah. fighting for something, but it's just you know, fans motivate a lot of teams when it comes to how they play. Um, and you saw how that affected mm-hmm. may have affected some players and some teams in the bubble this past summer. So that may affect some some uh, some teams, you know, going into this season. So we'll see how certain teams adjust or don't adjust to that. <laughs> That can't be no excuse this year. You get to go home. I mean, that's true. You ain't. <laughs> you get to go home. Like if I hear Paul George saying, "My house." <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I agree. It shouldn't be an excuse, but I just feel like that's just some play. That's what they play for. Like I feel like some of them really play for the fans, and it throws them off when they don't have when they can't hear fans. I really, I really think it does. Um, should that change though? For sure. But I don't know. Maybe for some players, they can't change that. Yeah, I mean they're professionals. They'll yeah, be okay. <laughs> uh, you got yeah, anything else though? Uh, you trying to get out of here? Nah, right. we can get out of here. This has been another episode of the Point Godcast. We'll see y'all next time.